The Office of the National Coordinator for Health IT recently announced changes to its Health IT certification program that will now allow electronic health record vendors to, quote, self-declare without independent testing that their products comply with dozens of technology requirements, including about 10 that are related to security. In addition to those changes, ONC also announced that moving forward, rather than have health IT products randomly scrutinized for compliance, surveillance of those health IT products would be complaint-driven. So what do these changes mean for the healthcare entities that use these products? And how can entities be sure that the EHR products that they're using do meet certain security requirements? I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee, Executive Editor of Information Security Media Group. Today I'm speaking with attorney David Holtzman, Vice President of Compliance at security consulting firm Synergistec. So, David, in making these changes to the health IT certification program, ONC said it was reducing regulatory burden on developers of health IT products. But in terms of healthcare entities ensuring that the health IT products that they're using are meeting certain certification requirements, is any of that burden now shifting to the healthcare entities? And if so, how? Marianne, you hit the nail on the head. This change that is being put in place by ONC puts the onus on hospitals and healthcare providers to ensure that the EHRs that they are purchasing and implementing in their organizations can perform the necessary and needed functions to both secure information, carry out various activities that are required by the HIPAA privacy rule, the HIPAA security rule, and the Meaningful Use Program, or as it's now known as a Healthcare Incentive Program, or QPP, depending on where you are in, in the paradigm. So it puts the onus on the healthcare provider or the hospital to ensure that their EHR performs the needed functions that are required to ensure patient safety, that certain HIPAA privacy functions are carried out on behalf of the organization, as well as needed information security components are in place so that the EHR can be safely integrated into an organization's network. It should also be said that these are promises that uh, hospitals and providers are making when they attest to their participation in what we used to know as the Meaningful Use Program, but goes by a number of different names. So, David, with that said, how do you suggest healthcare entities be more vigilant in their own scrutiny of health IT products, especially when it comes to security? What should they be doing moving forward? We have been advocating for a number of years a process that can be best described as trust but verify. We urge organizations and work, for example, with our clients to ensure as they're performing their enterprise-wide information security risk assessment that they focus also on the EHRs that they are integrating into their information networks, especially those that are being used for attack attestation to the Meaningful Use Program, and to perform an, an assessment to ensure that the EHR 
that they are incorporating into their organization. And oftentimes EHR is but one piece in a larger integrated approach to managing health information and performing various functions. We have been performing assessments to ensure that the EHR can is capable and has the functionality to perform the required measures and objectives under meaningful use and that the appropriate functionality is available or has been turned on uh, to actively work within the EHR. By performing this assessment, the organization will have peace of mind that their EHR has the appropriate functionality, that the functionality does work, and that they can ensure their own compliance with the appropriate regulatory requirement, as well as to ensure enhanced patient safety because the EHRs are are used for activities that physicians and other healthcare providers are relying upon for medical decision-making. So, David, when it comes to some of the security-related features that developers can now self-declare or incorporated in their products, which ones kind of worry you the most in terms of things that might be overlooked that could indeed put either patient data at jeopardy or perhaps patient safety? Well, two areas particularly stand out to us. The first is the requirements that the EHR have technical controls Uh, for authentication, access control, and appropriate authorization to access the EHR and the functionality of the EHR, as well as the information that is created or maintained by the EHR. Lack of having appropriate controls in place could put the confidentiality of information at risk, could allow for unauthorized users to either add or delete information without appropriate authority, and that could jeopardize patient safety. A second security feature that would cause great concern through the self-certification process is the ability of the EHR to have functionality for auditing events that take place or transactions that take place within the EHR and its tamper resistance. In other words, the ability of the EHR to prevent unauthorized or in some cases inadvertent changes to information within the that's uh, created or maintained by the EHR. By having a proactive review of these features, it enhances patient safety. So it's vital that we perform this level of review to ensure that this functionality is in place, operating appropriately, and has been enabled when the EHR is in operation at an organization's information network. So beyond the functionality issues, this really goes to an organization's approach to identifying threats and vulnerabilities to the health information it's creating and uh, maintaining. Because there's a greater threat that vulnerabilities to health, to EHR systems, are going to be passed through to the end user, in other words, the hospital or the physician's office that's going to be purchasing and installing the EHR, becomes critical for these organizations 
to perform a risk assessment on their EHR and as well as how it is integrating with the rest of their network information system in order to be able to identify prior to implementation any functionality that is not working properly or is not installed or is not enabled. And through that process of risk assessment, uh, organizations can manage any issues that come up with their EHR and be able to forestall or prevent unintended consequences from a EHR that, although certified, was untested and does not perform as expected. Now, ONC has also said that its surveillance of EHR and other health IT products is going to shift from being randomly sort of scrutinized to complaint-driven. First off, how successful was the random surveillance that ONC had done before? And realistically, how many resources can ONC be expected to devote to complaint-driven surveillance of health IT products, especially considering that ONC's budget is expected to be significantly chopped next year? Well, those are great questions. But in actuality, ONC's surveillance program was always designed to be performed by its certification contractors. In other words, ONC's authorized certification bodies had an obligation to perform surveillance on 2% of all of the certifications that it had issued, as well as to investigate and report on complaints that were submitted to ONC regarding usability or the functionality of EHRs. So according to ONC, there were 108 products, certified products, that were found by one of the ONC certifying bodies that did not comply with a requirement for certification. That meant that the product was under review and the developer or vendor had an obligation to either fix or withdraw the product from the certification program. And in fact, since the beginning of 2016, 61 certified HIT products Uh, had been decertified. Now, of course, this is out of hundreds of products that have been certified through ONC's certification bodies. Uh, So it is by no means a majority of the certified products, but it is significant. And moving from a proactive process, which kept unsafe products uh, out of the marketplace and moving to a reactive complaint-driven process really calls into question what will be the impact on the general public as well as healthcare organizations that are relying on the self-certifications by the developers and vendors of EHRs. I don't think it is sensational to say that there is every possibility that ONC's program of proactive review of products before they entered the marketplace saved lives. So it sounds like the healthcare entities are going to be taking on more risk because even if they do these assessments of these products before they're implemented, 
they have already probably purchased the product. And before, they were able to see, you know, whether or not these products met the certification because they were tested. So what does this mean? Does this mean that they have to be more careful even before they purchase these products? And how can they be sure if these products are indeed certified to do what they're supposed to do if they are just being self-declared by the vendors? What's your advice? My advice would be in the acquisition process to ensure that there is appropriate protections written into the acquisition uh, agreement as well as a terms of use agreement to protect the healthcare organization from unintended consequences or defects in the EHR, as well as to have an opportunity to be indemnified against any damage or additional costs or expenses that are due to the purchase or receipt of a EHR that turns out to be not as advertised or doesn't perform as attested by the vendor to the certification body. It is very unlikely that the hospital or the physician's office will be able to turn to ONC or their authorized certification body for assistance or relief, which makes having a well-planned, well-executed, independent assessment and review by experts of the EHR prior to or just at the time that the EHR is being integrated into the operations of an organization. Regulators earlier this year signed a $155 million settlement with EHR vendor eClinical Works over a whistleblower case involving allegations that the company falsely claimed its products met certain certified EHR requirements under the HITECH Act, including accurately recording user actions such as orders for diagnostic tests. How likely do you think it is that we'll see other such enforcement actions against EHR vendors related to the features of their certified products moving forward? The case that you are speaking of was an action not by ONC, uh, but by the Office of Inspector General, in which the Office of Inspector General conducted an investigation into the allegations brought by a uh, insider of an EHR vendor that the company allegedly took actions to disguise the functionality of its EHR product. These are complex investigations. I would imagine that this may not be the only case that is out there, but it is a much different type of investigation and activity than the surveillance and proactive certification program that ONC appears to be moving away from. Now, David, do you see any other impact moving forward on other government sort of policies related to this? I see this as a wonderful point in time to begin a closer measurement and attention to issues or instances where patient safety or the information security of organization in which these EHRs are being used to determine if the change in approach from a proactive review prior to allowing these products into the marketplace 
changes how patients are, are treated or if there are incidents involving patient safety or as a result of moving to a reactive or complaint-driven process. Thanks, David. I've been speaking to Attorney David Holtzman. I'm Marianne Kolbesak-McGee of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.